Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman Podcast. I'm your guest bailiff, Monty Belmonte. This week, wait, wait, don't judge me. Chad and Elizabeth are a married couple who occasionally challenge each other to a friendly weight loss competition. However, they can't agree on how to measure the weight loss and determine the winner. Heavy stuff. Who watches the Weight Watchers? Judge Hodgman will weigh the options. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom. Three ninety nine for all you can eat? Well, I'm going to stuff my face to a funky beat. I'm going to walk inside and guess what's up? Put some food in my plate, some name brand soda in my cup, give me some chicken franks and fries. Then you can pass on the lettuce. I'll pass it by. So keep shoveling onto my plate. Give me some sweets and lots of cake. Give me some hot macaroni and cheese. Give me some more food, please. <laughs> and also, yes, bailiff Monty Belmonte, swear them in. Chad and Elizabeth, please rise. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you Jillian Michaels or whatever? I do. I do. Thank you. Judge Hodgman, you may proceed. Chad and Elizabeth, first of all, I had a, I had a little summer cold. I'm a little, I'm a little raspy. I'm a little Valerie Harper mm-hmm. right now. Love it. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and a little, I'm, a little, I'm a little late. I'm, I apologize for being late to the podcast. I'm here out in the, in, in the internetless hills of western Massachusetts and the internetless valleys. Nope. Internetless hills nope. and internet full valleys. Yes. With guest bail of Monty Belmonte here at WRSI The River. Monty, I'm sorry. I was caught behind a, uh, a tractor on my way here on that, Route 47. That's why you have the, uh, the trucker hat on now. I'm wearing my Country Pie hat from Country Pie Pizza in Asheville, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. But no, I was caught behind a tractor uh, 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 Full of shade tobacco. I saw a tractor of shade tobacco mm. the other day. It it's is beautiful. harvesting time for shade yeah. tobacco. Yeah, and you know what they do with that? They make it into cigar wrappers. Yeah, they send it like to the Dominican Sorry. Republic. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that the, the the Connecticut River Valley, Chad and Elizabeth, is famous for its tobacco crop? I had no idea. Well, you no just, clue. You just learned something about the Connecticut River Valley, also known as the Pioneer yes. Valley here in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Where are you guys? We're in Blacksburg, Virginia. Oh, what do you, what crops and do you raise around there? They're Blacksburg we lettuce. Were... <laughs> it's like iceberg yeah, lettuce, but it's lettuce. black. And a lot of college students. Scantily clad college students at this time of year. Really? This is the home of Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Oh, Virginia Tech. The fighting mm-hmm. technicians. <laughs> what is the name of your sports ball team? Virginia Tech. Tech the Hokies. The Hokies? Go Hokies. That's right. All right, for an Thank immediate you. summary judgment in one of your favors, Chatter Elizabeth... Can you name the piece of culture that I paraphrased as I entered the courtroom? Chad, can you? Was it a song called I Love McDonald's? No. And I can't think of the name of the artist. <gasps> no, but because of that, I'm going to sing to you my favorite Jad Fair and Daniel Johnson song, McDonald's and the Brain, before the end of this <laughs> oh, podcast. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> oh, really? Maybe you can sing it for me for an immediate summary judgment in your favor, Elizabeth. Can you sing They've Got McDonald's on the Brain by Jad Fair and Daniel Johnson? Uh, okay. If memory serves, I've got McDonald's on the brain. It's plain to see. Uh, oh man. <gasps> on uh, <laughs> their 15 minute break, he said to me, well, we sure make those Big Macs fast. They've oh, got McDonald's on the brain. It's plain to see. Sit around <laughs> on their 15 minute break, showing their scars on their arms. They talk about how fast they make those hamburgers and talk about the time that they got burned. Everybody, oh, they've got McDonald's on the brain. brain. It's plain to see. End of song. 
that's the whole song. <laughs> Almost. You got half a summary judgment. Can you name the piece of culture that I referenced as I enter the courtroom? Oh, I'm afraid I can't. You're, you were barking up the right tree wrongly. No, not even close, actually. Nothing. It was uh, uh, from the song All You Can Eat by, let me hear you say, Fat Boys. Yeah, Fat Boys. <laughs> yes. I knew I recognized it. I was thinking yeah. Run DMC, but I couldn't figure out where. Oh, just like 10 years too late. Performed in one of the worst cases of buzz marketing in, in the history of American cinema. Uh, in in a in a completely unnecessary video break in the middle of the otherwise fine film Crush Groove, where the fat boys, all three of them, Cool Rockski, Buffy the Human Beatbox, and the third one, well, I can't remember his name. <laughs> Chubby Checker? No, 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 no. But they did team up with Chubby Checker and the fat boys doing the twist, remember? Yeah, yeah of course. Just yeah, cover for me for a second while I... Hey, I know the whole McDonald's menu song that I learned in the 80s. Big Mac McDeal tea, a quarter pounder with some cheese, a filet of fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy milk nuggets, tasty golden french fries, regular or larger size of salad, chef or garden, or a chicken salad, oriental, big big breakfast, egg, oven, hot egg, you got it? Cakes and well, sausage, maybe well. biscuit, bacon, egg and cheese and sausage, Danish hash browns, two and four dessert, hot apple pies and Sunday cool three variety. Rock ski. Oh, where are they? And a drink of Coca-Cola. Oh, Diet Coca- Prince Marky D, of course. Prince Marky D, Cool Rock Ski, and Buff Love, a.k.a. Buffy the Human Beatbox. Buff Darren Love. Robinson. Rest in peace, of course, Darren Robinson, who pioneered human beatboxing sort of alongside Dougie Fresh in the same way that, uh, in the same way that, uh, uh, what's his name? Apple on the head. I, uh, Newton. Isaac Newton. <laughs> I went through all these scientists very quickly. Developed <laughs> the calculus at the exact same time that I believe it was Leibniz also developed the calculus independently. Mm. Leibniz, now I got to look that up. And to drink a Coca Cola, Diet Coke, and Orange Breakers, I can coffee, decaf, too low fat, milk, also an orange juice. I love McDonald's, good time, great taste, and I get this all in one place. McDonald's better underwrite this program at this point. Maybe oh, oh, them up oh, the yin yang. Yeah, right, I forgot right. all about that. Yeah, it was, you started it. I can't believe that you just did that to me. Oh, that's right, I did start it, didn't I? Yeah, it was the calc. It was Leibniz. I was right. That's not. You're, that's a kind of nerd that I didn't know you were. What a human beatbox nerd. Human beatbox nerd. I got some. I had some. Mad I'm, no, I'm no Jesse Thorne. Mm-hmm. My, my understanding of hip hop, like most culture, terminates at 1993. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> and uh, and of course, Darren Robinson, the human beatbox pioneer in the field, very sadly passed away in 1995 uh, because he was too big. He was uh, mm-hmm. he died of a heart attack. He weighed 450 pounds. Do you know what his age was, Chad or Elizabeth, when he died? I don't. I'm gonna go with 33. No, 28 years old. It's Oof. a tragedy. Mm. And the idea that this song, so, so in the middle of the song, the three, the fat boys go to Sparrows, since we're buzz marketing yeah. all over the place, and basically do a Sparrows commercial during a time in the 80s when you could rap about totally giving yourself type 2 diabetes in a single <laughs> sitting. And it was not, it was not loathsomely offensive. And then, of course, they just they were they were known in the movie as the Disco Three. And then, like you know, what we should call ourselves the Fat Boys. That's our gimmick. And uh, and and it was a gimmick that killed at least one of them. I mean, the other two are still alive, so I guess exactly one. <laughs> I don't it partially know. killed one of them. And I think I think Cool Roxy's lost a lot of weight, but I'm not sure about that. Maybe someone can write. They're still us now. reaping royalties from Disorderlies. Yes, starring starring uh, starring which of the two evil elderly brothers from Trading Places? 
You should Which know. of the we Dukes? Just saw, I don't know. Ran- I'm going to go with Randolph places. Duke. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, played by know. whom? Uh, I can't hint, think he was not right in now. Cocoon. Not the non-Don Amici. Bellamy. Ralph Bellamy? I don't Ralph know. Bellamy. Bill Bellamy. Not Bill Bellamy. Oh, that's an <laughs> old well, hip-hop reference. This has been the Judge John Hodgman Podcast Summer Edition. <laughs> Chan Elizabeth, uh, what are your ages? Uh, I'm 40. I'm 41. All right. And you're a married couple? Correct. And how long have you been married? We just had our seventh anniversary, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you live in Virginia Tech, Virginia, home of the Hokey Cat oh. Carpet Sweepers. That's exactly right. And uh, what are your current height and weight for both? <laughs> well, uh, I am 5'10", and we're currently in the middle of one of these weight, weight loss competitions. Oh, you're in the middle and, of the comp? Um, right yep. now, yeah. We how, have five days left, I think. You, so how long is the competition? One month. So 30 days or 31 days or 28 days or 29 days? Uh, we usually just do first of the month to first of the month. Oh, so you're doing it for August. So, that's right. Yeah. Which is right. when we're recording this. The end of August. The twilight of summer. Mm. As we move into mm-hmm. September days when we start oh, the harvest time. It's-, it's tobacco harvest time when you start packing it on. All right. So right now, where do things stand? Elizabeth, you uh, are 5'10", a tall one. And you weigh? Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the competition, I weighed 176.9. All right. Let's, that right? Something let's say like 177. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And now? And check. As of, and, this, oh, as of today? As of as weigh-in? I haven't. Uh, we haven't ended the competition yet. We don't have a scale at our house, so we kind of have a little ritualistic weigh-in at the gym, and we only go at the beginning at the end. So I haven't weighed myself. Oh, you since haven't the weighed beginning. yourself since then. That's right. How she th- hasn't, but I have. Because I. Because you're because you're a cheater. I'm a I'm an obsessive <laughs> cheater. Not, all right. Would you if you uh, were, it, 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 if you were to guess, Elizabeth, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Thumbs up, well, thumbs medium, or thumbs down in this weight loss comp? I think uh, I'm going to say thumbs medium because mm-hmm. I had some good momentum, but a couple of setbacks. A couple of setbacks in the form of an all-you-can-eat buffet at Sbarro? Yeah. <laughs> so I think Sbarro's is out of business now. Thanks but, to you. So I, <laughs> I don't think so, really. Okay. I think I just I saw a Sbarro at the Maybe food it, court in the south, the southbound Kennebunk mm-hmm. Main Turnpike Plaza. Yes, my friends Mark I, and I Bella think... came in right from their vacation from Kennebunkport. They went to go look for that man, by the way. And the first thing he said to me when I saw him was fresh bananas. So. They saw the, they saw the banana man. <laughs> they saw the bananas, but the banana man was gone. They were so disappointed. Oh, they just saw the bananas. They did see the bananas, and they didn't. They looked mealy. That's what I've been told. Well, Once the banana man's not the there to guard them and make sure that they're fresh. They just go, right. well, go let's, We'll come back to the okay. banana man. Right. We'll put a pin in the banana man for now. Right. Uh, okay, thumbs medium. All right, Chad, what is your height? Uh, I'm five foot eleven, I believe. And how much and the- height have you lost since the beginning of August? <laughs> <laughs> I've been slouching quite a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, I believe at the beginning of the competition, I was one seventy nine point six. And if I had to guess today. I would be about one seventy. Well, you said that you weighed. You say you weighed yourself. Yeah, a few, it was a few days ago. You weigh different you, every day, every moment of I the do. day. That's true. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're truly obsessive, you know yeah. this. Oh, I know. I am obsessive. And what, is your height, what is your height? And weight, I'm 5'10", and uh, between 179 and 181. That's nice. Currently on the Weight Watchers. Why? You look fantastic. You look fantastic. Well, you know I do, and here's why. I'm also 5'10". <laughs> I, am, I have not weighed myself since I got to Massachusetts, but I, but I have lost probably about 12 pounds. Really? Since... Well, since the spring. Yeah. When you decided to kill and eat your own food. So, yeah, I have noticed that and that's why I haven't weighed myself in Massachusetts because you fluctuate constantly throughout the day. It's just mm-hmm. a pain. just gets in your head. Plus, you're in internetless mm-hmm. hills, so you may weigh more there or less depending on the gravitational pull. Yeah, but it, mm-hmm. takes, it takes me longer mm-hmm. to cook eggs because mm-hmm. of, of the lack of oxygen, because of the air pressure. All right. So, wait, wait. We were talking to Chad who's weighing in at 170. 9.6, so we'll say 180. Huh? Yeah, that's right. I round up. Yeah. And last time you weighed yourself, you weighed what? I think it was 176, maybe 176 and a half. So 177. Somebody who is that particular about their weight should know between 176 three and pounds. 176 and a half. So you've lost three. What? So, Chad, you lost three pounds so far since last weigh in? That's right. All right. And Elizabeth, do you think you got him beat with three pounds, or you think you're you think you're you think you're tied? I think I might be competitive. Yeah, right. I think I'd be. I think I might have a hair lead on that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think Chad's got anything to brag about with three pounds. Sorry, Chad. Seriously, you, know, you can you can ver- you can vary your body weight with three pounds within three days, depending on how how much how much you hydrate and how many martinis you drink. Take it from me. Take it from me. That's. That's. Uh, I don't want to get. I don't want to get gross. But depending on how often you evacuate <laughs> waste products from your body, that could also be three pounds right there. There was that Fourth of July party at your house where I lost a lot of weight that Fourth of July. Yeah, down, downstairs in the kids' bathroom. <laughs> gross. Well, so this is actually uh, accounted for in the competition rules. All right, We've admitted that we are free to do anything we want the day before the competition starts or the day before the competition ends to up our advantage. This is what you call sandbagging? Well, yeah, sandbagging would be like um, bloating up before the initial weigh-in, like eating a very salty dinner the night before or drinking a lot. Um, oh. Yeah, but we could also, you know, take laxatives or diuretics conceivably yeah, don't, there please don't, don't don't do that <laughs> i don't think either of us ever have but there it's generally a no holds barred type of situation all right and so the idea is that after 30 after 30 days whoever has lost the most and we're talking raw pounds here right we're talking about the most number of pounds that's right so well, this is the dispute right, right no i understand this is, this is me setting it up there chad let me do my job mm-hmm. <laughs> My apologies. That's all right. Remember how I couldn't remember uh, uh, that member of the Fat Boys? Prince Marquis? Did I get it right or wrong? I, I think you got check. it wrong. Big Mac McDeal to you. Uh, I'm, still on, I'm still on Leibniz. <laughs> yeah, Prince Marquis D. All right. Anyway. Is he related to Biz Marquis? Yeah. All right. So um, the idea is that, uh, that you weigh... Uh, you. Uh, Competition is whoever loses the most pounds, and whoever wins, right. whoever wins, gets what? Uh, in this for this particular competition, 
uh, whoever loses has to buy dinner. Whoever wins gets dinner bought for them at the, at a certain like we're, we we have plans to go out and during then the the winner gets dinner bought for them. Okay. And aside from sandbagging, where do you where, where are you going to go to dinner? What's the best place to go? Well, uh, we're actually Smart. going to Charlotte, North Carolina, which mm-hmm. is just a few hours away. Mm-hmm. We have a little overnight trip planned to see the National perform All down right. there. And yeah, so we'll go down and see them. And then we have to have dinner, of course. And so that's the occasion for it, although we haven't identified the restaurant yet. Okay. How many times have you done this? This is probably the third. Sure, that's a good guess. We're not sure. So the winner gets a, the winner gets a, a free dinner and also a roller coaster ride on the Yo Yo Dieting Express. Exactly, and of course, um, you know, smirking rights. Okay, um, uh, we'll get to the we'll get to the underlying uh, <laughs> psychological problems to this whole thing in a moment. But I just want to make sure I understand. And so the sandbagging that's allowed, where you where you purposefully blowed up before initial weigh in. Mm-hmm. In, or, in order to in order to to fudge the stats, mm-hmm. and then you, there's also temptation. Is that mm-hmm. that that is allowed. Describe what that is, Chad. Uh, one member of our household is uh, particularly susceptible to eating all of the cookies or brownies that might be in a house at a given time, and so uh, people are free to make all the brownies they want and leave them uncovered in the kitchen and see who eats them. Mm. And can can who 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 would make the brownies and who would eat all of the brownies in the house? For example, I would eat all the brownies in the house. Right. Okay. And I, I would tend not to make them for myself for okay. that reason. Okay. Do you know how to make brownies? I do. Okay. I do. I I have made brownies many times. <laughs> and if you were to tempt, if you were to tempt Elizabeth with some food stuff that she could not resist, what would it be? So the problem is. The foodstuffs that she could not resist, I also could not resist. So this, this, the sabotage tends to be a one-way street here. Oh, so she just sabotages you? That's right. Like I could make nachos and she would eat them, but so would I. So uh, there's, you there's have not absolute, a whole lot I can make. That, you have that absolutely no all. self-control. <laughs> it's a problem. All right. Uh, but my philosophy is, my philosophy is, we're going to eat all the brownies eventually. So why not just do it now? Yeah, that's that's fallacious <laughs> reasoning on a lot of different levels. There's someone I know whom I happen to be married to who believes that uh, unlike uh, uh, Cool Hand Luke in the movie Cool Hand Luke, she could eat 50 hard-boiled eggs in an hour. Hmm. And her reasoning is she can eat one egg. Why not 50? (laughs) (laughs) She could eat one egg and then another. Why not eat 50 eggs in succession? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then why not keep eating eggs until you've eaten 50 and then stop? Kobayashi does it. (laughs) Well, right. But that's because Kobayashi, the the legendary uh, competitive eater, which, by the way, is the most... That is the that is the one non-sport that I loathe more than any real sport. Ah. That is the most of competitive eating. And I look forward to your cards and letters. Competitive eating is the most <laughs> offensive thing you can do to food, to yourself, and to culture at large. There is no greater terrorist recruitment tool 
than to put put yourself on camera treating treating shoving food down your face and and uh, and uh, wantonly displaying the excess calories that this country produces that do not get around to the rest of the world. So there, are you either of you guys competitive eaters? <laughs> no, I think we probably ultimately would agree with you. You're competitive, that, not eaters, I guess. Why? Well, <laughs> right. you, you would agree. You would agree with me when Chad isn't shoving his face full of brownies, thinking that <laughs> thinking that time doesn't matter in the world. Right. You got to pay. Oh you got to pace your brownies out there, Chad. This might be part of your problem. But here's the thing: uh, you guys, uh, you guys, healthy in, in every other respect. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you I want? So. Do you, do you do you want to lose weight in a real way over time and maintain a, a a different and healthier, presumably weight, or do you guys just want to have crazy contests with your bodies? Uh, we do want to lose. So the inspiration for the contest is that we actually do wish to be thinner in a long-term and sustainable way. But <laughs> since weight fluctuates moment to moment, as you guys have noted, uh, yeah. that's, you know, we, we have no problem throwing a little bit of, um, you know, wild cards in there, sure. like the, like the brownies and the bloating and things like that. Right. But the idea is not just to ha- go bananas and have crazy body competitions. If you need some fresh bananas, I know where you can banana. get some fresh bananas, by the way. <laughs> if you want to go yeah. bananas, they're all up there we at w- the, the southbound service plaza on the main turnpike in Kennebunk, Maine. Courtesy Jonathan, the fresh banana man. Yeah. Um, I've buzz marketed that guy yeah. quite a bit. He has got a career ahead of him now, thanks to you, John Hodgman. The the competition usually starts when one of us announces they're feeling a little heavy, and then the other one mm-hmm. kind of uh, challenges them to get rid of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what what are the ways that you then choose to lose weight? I mean, Chad, in your case, not at all. Elizabeth, how are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. How are you losing uh, weight? Like I'll do away with a nighttime snack, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, try to find the little tricks that everybody says to try to cut calories but also amping up exercise a bit too okay what kind of exercise are you involved in well i guess eating? i do different um during a diet competition i'll try to run interval i've been sprinting up a hill because i heard that um interval running or sprinting interval training. intervals yeah is a fat burner i've yeah. heard that too yeah yeah so i've been doing that during this, this competition where you run as fast as you can for like three minutes and then you to fast walk More for like two minutes seconds. and you run as fast as you can for three minutes and then and back and forth like that. Just short bursts yeah. of fast. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's one way to do it. But my sprints on this are more like 30 seconds. Okay. And you're but, going yeah. straight up a hill. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So what is the, what is the dispute here, Elizabeth? Seems like you guys have a, 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 a happy dysfunctional relationship. Where does the dispute come in? Well, only that, um, that I would don't want to have the competition rest on sheer poundage lost because I feel that is unfair because uh, men lose weight typically more easily than women do. And every time I've told anybody about our weight loss competitions, like friends or my brother, they'll instantly say, oh, and Chad's probably lost 10 pounds right away or something like that, or else they'll note that it's not fair. 
And I guess that got to me after a little while. And I thought, yeah, that isn't fair. And I did notice how easy it was for Chad. And so I wish for the rules to be changed to give him a bit of a handicap while, during the competition. So uh, this contention that men lose weight faster than women, I did a little poking around on the Internet and you sent some evidence, but it, it feels pretty anecdotal, the evidence to, mm-hmm. this, to me. Right. I mean, and and if and if anything, and and this is where you're getting it from, uh, the scientific argument that men have you heard this before? Monty? I have heard this, but I always assumed it was anecdotal too. I think you know, because basically it comes down to what I mean. You send in some evidence that I reviewed. I actually happen to review the same WebMD documents that you sent in because <laughs> that's all it comes down to, right? It's like, well, I mean, the only thing people can say is a well, men are too men are. Well, men like to eat meat and women love chocolate. <laughs> you know, it's like all uh-huh. really sexist, weird, dumb stuff like that. As uh, men have more lean muscle mass because they have more testosterone, uh-huh. uh, and 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 that that and that and that that somehow burns calories more than you know a woman walking around full of fat or whatever. <laughs> I didn't see any. Do you do you do you really believe what you're saying to me about men? I mean, just look at your own husband. Elizabeth, Chad, mm-hmm. Chad has been going now for 20 days, right? And he's lost, <laughs> uh-huh. he's quote unquote, lost three pounds. I don't see right. him, I don't see him, you know, just dripping the weight off. Are you suggesting that he's uh, doing a tortoise and a hare with you there? You would contend that, that, uh, the Chad loses weight faster than you? I certainly would. Yes. Oh. I just don't think that his having lost only three pounds so far is necessarily representative of his of the speed with which he can usually lose weight. You're saying he has an unnatural gender specific, not an unnatural, but a gender specific advantage. Yes, I think so. Of how many, how many times have you held this competition again? Not very often, only maybe only three times. And it was interrupted by me being pregnant and having a baby. So this is yeah, actually going to throw the results a little bit. Yeah. But then you can lose the weight a lot faster and then you win next time. Yeah. We should yeah, talk about the ultimate sandbag. <laughs> <laughs> Once you take that baby out, you lose like eight pounds, five ounces. So if we take out the one that was interrupted yeah. by pregnancy, you've done this twice before. Who won? Right. Who won the first one? You know, the first time we did it, the actual uh, impetus to doing it was we were at the gym together when we realized we weighed exactly the same amount, right? And we both lost six and a quarter pounds that month. Uh huh. So you even, Stephen. So it was a tie. Was a yeah. tie. You both, yeah. you both bought each other brownie dinner. Second That's time? exactly right. <laughs> Second time? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I won maybe the next one, and she won the one after that, but it's, it's, we, we haven't kept detailed records. So aside from in, uh, articles that you're getting on the Internet, uh, Elizabeth, uh, mm-hmm. there, there's no, there's no real-world data to suggest that Chad actually does lose weight faster than you or seems to have a gender-specific advantage, unless there's some other evidence you'd like to present to that? Well, right, other than the fact that men do have a, is it lower, higher muscle, or lower body fat index, or higher muscle mass. um, A higher muscle-to-fat ratio? Yes, Mm -hmm. and of course, we haven't measured our own specific muscle and fat ratio, but the other than the fact that men have higher muscle to fat ratio and Chad is a man uh, and that muscle burns more calories than fat. Other than that, no, I do not have any additional evidence. So you're not, you're not suggesting data. You're just suggesting common sense. 
Is Chad yes, a big muscly what, dude? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, because I'd say at five ten. I mean, at five ten, <laughs> you're five ten, Chad. That's right. And you're weighing one hundred and seventy nine right now. That's right. And I'm looking at Monty Belmonte. I'll stand up. You're gonna be Monty's gonna be your, your body double, right? Because you're you're also five ten, one seventy nine, one eighty one. That's your thing, right around that window. Yeah, yeah. How do I, am I? Am you I look fat? Good. You look great, but I'm, you don't look like a muscleman. What if I do this? You don't look like a huge man who's walking around just burning thirty calories with every stride. <laughs> what if I told you I'm wearing spanks and that these are husky jeans? None of that would surprise me. <laughs> All right, so let's throw out the pseudoscience, shall we, Elizabeth? What what other argument do you have? Well, I guess that's all the argument. I think I am. That's all my argument for now. I guess I don't. I don't think I'm as susceptible to some, maybe a little bit, but to some of the cultural stuff. You know, like that women can't resist brownies and stuff like no, that. Chad, or Chad can't resist brownies. Yeah, he might. Right. He might more have the psychological hangups. But I do think I don't think it's pseudoscience. I think it's um, I think some common sense is true. So, yeah, I guess, but here's the thing. Here's guess, the thing. Here's the thing. I, I don't I don't think it's pseudoscience. I mean, I think there is some there's some logic to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But you guys are about the same size. I mean, it seems right. pretty even Stephen to me. Right. So you're saying all other factors being even. Chad has a uh, has an incremental advantage because he's a, just because he's a dude, and therefore he should yeah. be handicapped, or you should be given an advantage of what kind? Well, my specific request was that he wait before I get to that. I just want to say that Chad himself recognizes his advantage because only two weeks ago he was bragging that he couldn't believe how much weight he had lost, and he wasn't even trying that hard. And yeah, but don't you understand? Work. He's playing head games with you. That's why he's only weighing himself after he after he swills down uh, cucumber sabotages mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Go, mm-hmm. and goes on a brownie Maybe. tour of the Midwest. He did look. He looked considerably thinner while he was bragging. I mean, maybe part of the head game was standing at an angle that made him look thinner or under a specific kind of lighting or something. Was he wearing vertical stripes? Maybe. (laughs) Works for me. Come to think of it. (laughs) Chad, talk to me me about your male privilege. Do you have, do you uh, acknowledge an advantage in losing weight because you are, because of your dudeness? I don't think I do have an advantage. I think... As you noted, uh, we all saw the same WebMD article, which was, I, I actually took it to be pretty offensive how uh, uh, sexist it was hmm. with this kind of carpet bomb uh, stro- uh, stringing together a whole bunch of different gender assumptions as if women are more emotional and eat for comfort and men don't and that sort of thing. Yeah, I certainly know that that's not true. Feminist. Yeah, I know. He's playing another game on me. He's playing yeah, a game exactly. on all of us right now. I also mm-hmm. agree and with then- sexist. I also dislike sports, Judge Hodgman. <laughs> I agree that competitive eating is offensive. But it's endearing when my wife wants to competitively eat hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> I'm just a but, rabbit taking a nap under this tree, waiting for the tortoise to pass me. <laughs> and then I'm going to go, meep, meep, meow. But strip- stripping out that stuff, the other part of the argument about people with more muscle mass 
uh, or, or the argument about muscle mass burning calories more quickly, that seems to be an argument regarding long-term weight man maintenance, not an argument regarding what you can do in 30 days. Because it seems to me, if we're going to rely on common sense, as it seems like we are, the flip side is that fat burns off quicker than muscle mass, muscle mass burns off. So in 30 days, it's easier to drop fat weight than it is to drop muscle weight. Hmm. And, hmm. and I'm, and I'm pure muscle. So <laughs> is that true, Elizabeth? Is he pure muscle? <laughs> Uh, he's not impure muscle. <laughs> not, neither of you guys sent in photographs of yourselves as evidence. So that I could evaluate whether you're apple-shaped or pear-shaped, right. whether, you're, whether you're better suited to a Atkins-style low-carb or slow-carb diet or a high-fiber or... Blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, we so what specifically I'm asking for is that we still have the contest rest on sheer poundage, but that Chad's sheer poundage counts 125 percent. 125 percent. That's right. So, like, if um, that's quite like a negotiating both, stance. That's also a lot of yeah. math to try to figure out who wins. That's true. Exactly. Well, in, in other words, yeah. I, mean, like, I don't want to do this competition. So, I have to how do would math. this? How would this work? How would this work in practice? Okay, so like if we if Chad lost, wait, how would it work? If if you we start, both let's lost, say you start at one seventy seven and Chad starts at one, whatever he started at. What did you start at, Chad? One eighty one, one seventy nine, one eighty seventy nine, and and change. All right, so one eighty. So, so the, the, ah, be quiet, Chad. <laughs> Elizabeth, let's say you start at one seventy seven. He starts at one eighty. We get to Labor Day. Of this year, mm -hmm. 2013, you have both lost, based on based on past performance, I'm going to say three pounds. Through uh -huh. <laughs> your wind sprints and your not eating brownies all the time diet. Uh-huh. And now you're 170. Now you're 170, whatever, 174. Yeah, see, math is hard. Uh -huh. And he's 177. By sheer poundage, so, it's a tie, but you're saying you would win because how would you do this math? His pounds count that, for less or something? That's exactly right. So um, my, oh, okay. So if he, if I lost four pounds, he would have to lose five pounds to equal that, to equal my four pounds. Okay. So he has to lose a quarter more to equal my weight and then obviously still more to win. And why not just do it as a percentage of, of, of body weight? Well, because we're so close. And so that would be negligible is what was our thought. Was that our thought or your thought? Uh, did you think it too? Well, again, the first time we did it, we weighed the same. And so that, uh, we, we were easy to, it was easy to bypass that question the first time we did it because it wasn't a question. And that was actually part of the reason for doing it was there was no math to do. Uh-huh. But since then, we've just stuck with the original plan. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't want to do the math. You don't want to do the math? I don't want to do the math. I don't want to figure out if I lost 2.8% of my body weight. Well, no. All you I do, won't be all, able to say I lost four pounds. All you, all, you do, all you do, yeah, I know. You can say whatever you want to, to other people that you're trying to <laughs> psych out. But I'm just saying, why not do it as the, the ending weight as a percentage of the beginning weight and the difference? 
Or am I just right? That would be. Well, that's still then, math. Yeah. yeah, that's still and math, but not not your really crazy close. math. Those when they're waiting, and it's not closely, and it and they're only losing this negligible amount. It would probably wouldn't pan out much differently. Well, I, I did the math. I think if we that both speaks. Lost five pounds at our current weight. I would have lost two point nine percent of my body weight, and she would have lost two point eight percent of her body weight. Yeah, you so, win. Yeah, you win. Yeah, but I don't want to do the math again. Hmm. And and again, this is really well. No, about but there's a difference between there's a difference between simple percentages that anyone should be able to do versus a weird handicapping based on illusory or disputed gender difference that is mm-hmm. complicated and weird that I can't even do uh, one, one 1.25. Ugh. Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a hard enough time figuring out the tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How so much you guys, really how much you guys tip at the restaurants? Dinner conversation. Say it again. And we're really here trying to set up some dinner conversation for the future. We're going to tell people about this all the time. <laughs> and I don't want to say 2.8%. Well, now what head should... games are you playing? You saying this entire court case has is has been set up so that you guys can have something to talk about in the future? No, this is why we do the competition. Uh, but now when you say Judge John Hodgman adjudicated and involved with it, now that's a, a really nice over-the-dinner story. Uh, Big time. I'm just a pawn in your weird game, Chad. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going back over to my my the the fried foods tent in my chambers, and I'm going to comfort myself. I'm going to seek solace in a in a bunch of fried dough and uh, deep fried hot dogs, and I'll I'll be back in a moment. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. All right, you guys. Yeah. Chad. Liz. Yep. Yeah. Can you really divide this along gender lines? Is this something that might not have more to do with an individual person's height, metabolism? Elizabeth? Can I call you Liz? I called uh, you Liz. Uh, you don't like I that. I usually, I don't like Liz, I okay. confess. I no, just, I usually go by Elizabeth. Okay, you're Elizabeth to me now, forever. Thanks. Could this be more to do um, with his metabolism? His, he's a, an inch taller than you, right? That's right. So can you really say this uh, is a gender thing? I I still think so because I think the gender results in a body composition difference. And, and I think the body composition difference is why it's become a commonplace for people or seem like common sense for men to lose weight more easily than women. What about you, Chad? Do you think that it has more to do with an individual's metabolism rather than overall gender delineation? I do. And I think Elizabeth and I both uh, try uh, about equal amounts with regard to exercise and eating right that uh, we've maintained body weights consistently for long periods of time. So I think we're pretty equivalent in how we have figured out our metabolism and metabolism and what we expect from it. Do you guys compete in other strata? On a regular basis? Are you just a competitive couple? I would normally say no, but I have, since we've been scheduled for the Judge John Hodgman show, I've been noting some ways that maybe we are more than I realized. So, well, one way is we're always playing Scrabble on our phones. Mm. <clears throat> so we've been playing Scrabble for probably three years or something constantly. But also, Chad has a little race with me every night over who's the first person to turn off their light to go to sleep. <laughs> so you guys are just competitive by nature. 
I guess maybe a little bit, although I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't have said that naturally that we were before I started thinking about it and noticing it. And I can't think of any other ways that we are, but the Scrabble is probably the most dramatic way. <laughs> Could you be comfortable, Elizabeth, if Chad just weighed less than you in actual pounds on the scale because he's an inch taller than you? If at any uh-huh. time he weighs less than you, he is winning because you're similarly similar height and similar weight. Right. So, sorry, what's the Undisputed question? Undisputed champ, Chad, if he at any time drops below your body weight. Um, I guess so, but I'd probably give him credit on it for, because it was easier for him somehow, you know. Hmm. All right. What I she's think- saying is she won't accept a loss unless That's not the true. odds were stacked. That's not true. She needs a head start in your opinion, Chad. She expects to win. <laughs> I think you guys she doesn't win. She's uh, concerned that the odds were stacked. You guys are married. Race is over. Take off the uniform. That's what I said. Just go back to eating whatever you want. <laughs> Drinking as many cocktails as you'd like. We'll be right back with Judge John Hodgman's decision. You're listening to Judge John Hodgman. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. Of course, the Judge John Hodgman podcast always brought to you by you the members of MaximumFun.org. Thanks to everybody who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join, and you can join them by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give your mom or your dad or your step-grandparent or your uncle or your friend or anyone that you want to keep connected in your life who might not live near you, it's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things that those friends can't be there for, from family vacations to grandkids' graduation to whatever. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad, and I got one for my mother-in-law, and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, And we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want. And your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up. Seriously. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, uh, The Strategist, and Wired Magazine. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code Hodgman. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babbel. Okay, it's 2020-24, Oh, if hindsight were 2020... I I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made, step by step, day by day, bird by bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babbel. And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in the rest of this whole year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars to private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts, real human beings, 
to help you start speaking a new language in as little as one, two, three weeks. Studies from Michigan State University, Yale University, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. And that's not just the Yale football team putting their thumb on the scale because they love learning Indonesian from Babbel. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Take that, Yale, I guess. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the court. So this was actually the first time I've actually left the the room during the time that that either guest bail of Monty Belmonte or regular bail of Jesse Thorne has been talking to the litigants. Normally I'm just sitting here listening. I'm only pretending to have left the room. This time I did leave the room because I've got this summer cold and I had to I had to hack up half a lung. There is a I think cough, I lost about a... three pounds in phlegm alone just a few yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> cough say. button right there. This that is cough a radio button isn't going to stop me. Listen to this. <laughs> I couldn't tell what I was hearing through the headphones or not. That was thirteen. That was thirteen more ounces of weight lost. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so uh, and now I am back to you, a, a thinner and and happier person. Look, guys. First of all, let's address this issue of of gender discrepancy. You know, so much of dietary wisdom is, you know, half scientific, half folklore, and then like a third half of, well, we just don't know how the body works exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's in constant dispute, and there's so much constant misinformation, new kinds of information, new kinds of theories about how we digest foods, uh, metabolism syndrome, slow carbs, good carbs, bad carbs, uh, vegetarian, not, you know, it's just, it's too, it's too much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. from a practical point of view, you look at the experience that both of, you know, it's a little bit different for everybody. And you look at the experience that both of you physical specimens have had, where you started out at about the same height and about the same weight, and you lost almost the exact same amount of weight doing the exact same kind of 
weird competitive stare down dieting. I just don't think that on a practical level, it's been displayed through the data that you've actually collected that Chad has, mm. has, a, has, a, has an advantage to you, over you, I should say, in this regard. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm finding in Chad's favor in this case, because I find you both guilty. And here's why. <laughs> Not losing enough weight, dudes. Mm. The boat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're doing in your house. I mean, look, six six and a half pounds is better than nothing. And on uh, on a uh, on a normal person, that's good. That's better than nothing. It's nothing to the former human beatbox. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. My understanding has always been, uh, largely through WebMD and other sources, is that healthy weight loss, you, could, you, could, you lose about two pounds a week if you're, mm-hmm. really, if you're on a program. And by program, uh, I'll tell you what I mean. I'll tell you what I've cobbled together through my own experiences of attempting to lose uh, weight. I gained a lot of weight when I stopped smoking 12, 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've always been thinking about it. I'm not thinking about it too hard because I've been married. So who cares? <laughs> I did the Atkins. I did vegetarian. I did vegan for a while. And I, I posted some of these losses. Uh, these five to six to eight pound losses. And then, you know, it goes, you, you, you can't keep that up after a while. And, and you get it and you get it all right back again. Right. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I realized that when I was judging and calling for your guys' weights and judging all of you, I didn't tell you what my weight is. When uh-huh. I last went to the doctor for my checkup in November, I weighed 201 pounds. Though probably uh-huh. uh, earlier that year, I probably weighed about 207 pounds. Uh, over the past six months, I've, I, I've, I now, the last time I weighed myself uh, before coming to Massachusetts, I, I weighed uh, 189 pounds, which is the lowest that I've weighed since I quit smoking. And I would like to weigh less, right? Because I'm not posting, that's some massive gains for over six months. Do you know what I mean? But I dropped, uh-huh. I dropped about 11, 12 pounds and I've kept it off and I feel pretty good about that. I feel good about you. Hey, thanks, friend. And, uh-huh. and I did this through combination of uh, my own patented combination of two things. Diet and exercise. And particularly on the first thing, I followed the uh, Adam Savage diet. Adam Savage, of course, is the co-host of Mythbusters uh, and a friend of the show. And he sat me down sometime last fall and said, you know what I've stopped doing? I'm like, what? He said, eating lunch. Mm-hmm. And he only ate dinner for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I've basically been doing for six months. And it's crazy how little your body <laughs> actually needs to eat. Now I eat a sensible, mm-hmm. I eat a sensible, l- lower than 500 calorie lunch. And then I just eat whatever I want for dinner, including however many actual martinis I want to have. And I've maintained this weight loss for a while. And it really is pretty remarkable how calorie restriction is the way that you lose weight. And if you do, mm-hmm. and, and it is frankly the most responsible way I think to lose weight because I don't necessarily recommend because I don't want humans to die eating only one meal a day because that has psychological consequences too, where you just basically eat, you know, you, you wait until five thirty in the afternoon and then you eat a whole jar of mayonnaise. Believe me, I've been there. Mm-hmm. 
But I will say that if you that if you if you calorie restriction is the best way to sustainably lose and keep weight off because while not only are you reducing the number of calories that you're taking in, you're retraining how you think about food. Right. You you are retraining your body to crave less food. And you are, if you're conscious about it, you are realizing you don't really need to eat all the food that you're eating. Mm-hmm. And the best way to reduce calories, you know, I think that truly it, it, it differs for every human being. But you're wise to cut out those snacks that you have at night because your body doesn't need those calories that night at nighttime. That's just for you to feel better about yourself as you fall asleep <laughs> or whatever. And you certainly don't need to eat all the brownies in the house, Chad, under any circumstances. Because mm-hmm. you don't amortize that stuff over time. Mm-mm. That just immediately transforms into unwanted bulk. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys are doing where, you, you know, it's 20 days and you lost three pounds. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think that I don't think you guys are doing it. Party what, just... Do you think I'm wrong? I don't think you guys are doing it right. Well, there uh, I don't do I look too fat? I feel fat about myself now because, you know, it's hard to lose weight when you're at a weight that is kind of a good weight for you. Yeah, you look fantastic. So maybe they look fantastic and so maybe they can only lose three pounds because they just don't have that much more weight that they could possibly lose in a healthy way. We're not talking Christian Bale like going for a, a role here. Right. We do both look fantastic. <laughs> See? But also, yeah, but also the um, the weight loss or the current weight again, is just not representative of our progress overall. We the That dinner party with the martinis was a pretty serious setback in terms of bloating, not just in terms of long-term weight, but in terms mm-hmm. of bloating, et cetera. So liver function. We're not, yeah, we're not quite as pathetic as that minimal weight loss so far. Makes no, it sound. look, but, I, right. But here's the thing. And we both you guys, only, one of the things you're doing only, that is very healthy is that you are, you are, m- Well, you're competing with each other, but you're both engaged with each other's desire to lose weight and be more healthy, right? I mean, that's what this competition is about, right? It's not just beating the other person down just for the sake of it, right? Right. That's right. Right. And that's a much better place to be in than a lot of uh, marriages and partnerships of different kinds. So I I think that one of the things you're doing that is great is that you're reinforcing a more healthy attitude towards life. But, you know, the thing that's really struck me about this, about this thing is uh, the, 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 this weight that I've lost and I hope to continue to maintain the weight loss and lose it is that it's not a, it's not a joke. Like, those splurges do count. And the mm-hmm. hardest thing in the world, honestly, is, is for someone who absolutely defies every defies every magazine article or WebMD piece in the world, absolutely does eat for comfort, for solace, for emotional fuel. <laughs> Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, uh-huh. is, to, is, to, is to confront the reality is, I don't have to eat that right now. And if my goal is to lose uh, 10 pounds in, you know, six weeks, uh, which is, I think, a pretty reasonable goal, I'm going to have to stick to I'm going to have to stick to the program. If my goal is to be the tortoise and to beat the tar out of the smirking hair of my husband mm-hmm. who's sabotaging me with head games and cucumber martinis 
then it's going to be more than 30 second wind sprints up a hill. Mm-hmm. And it goes for you too, Chad. I, I'm, it sounds like I'm picking on Elizabeth, but I'm not. Uh, I find in favor of Chad. You guys are hmm. physical equals, more or less, both in terms hmm. of your size, your weight, your weight goals, and uh, and the uh, the the rate at which you lose weight. I think pure poundage is a perfectly reasonable gauge. I'm not going to hmm. Harrison Berger on this and make him. You know, try to make him equal to you. you give him a, a, a handicap, because I think I think you can I think you can do it just as easily as he can, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And I think you could do it as a percentage of body weight lost, and you would get basically get two point eight versus two point nine. It would be it would be as you say negligible. So, if you really wanted to just make it mathematical, that would be fair. But I think pure poundage is an easy rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and, and I also sentenced you both to, uh, to, uh, another, another month. Yeah. It sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. You mean the current competition? Needs yeah. To be you gotta, extended? yeah, you gotta extend this. You gotta extend this to Ooh. through, you can't, yeah, you're not, you're not going to have fun at the national. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, wait a minute. You are going to have fun at the national. You're going to get to hear the national play. It's great. Right. But you're not going to that restaurant to, to be named later. Maybe pogo dance the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna. You're gonna have to because if you want to, if you want to lose the amount of weight that you want to lose, your program has to go longer than than thirty days. Mm-hmm. And you need and you need to be a little bit more. Uh, you need to be a little bit more disciplined. You need to defer the rewards a little bit longer than you have been. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, I say the competition goes on. Through the end of September 2013, mm-hmm. Elizabeth, I'm rooting for you. Chad, I hope you lose. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, and I look Thank forward you. to hearing an update. And I hope none of you are offended by my assessment of your of your weight and body. I know I was. <laughs> Shut Not up, Fatso. All, yeah. Sorry, that was for guest of Monte <laughs> Del Monte. Uh, and uh, and all and listeners at home, I'll I'll echo the sentiments of Adam Savage. Uh, co-host of Mythbusters, who always says, do not try this at home. <laughs> do not follow any weight loss program that I set out on this podcast because I am not a medical, medically trained person or nutritionist. Consult your doctor uh, or a nutritionist and, and make a choice that is wise for you. But you guys, Chad and Elizabeth, you have to do exactly what I say. Please don't die. Eat, right. health, eat healthily. <laughs> be reasonable. Go through September. Elizabeth, I hope you win. This is the sound of a gavel. Judge John Hodgman rules that is all. Chad Elizabeth. I know mm-hmm. John Hodgman just gave that caveat right there, but have you thought about the Judge John Hodgmanitarian diet? <laughs> it is a great no, program that I think would be great for you for the next 30 days. It's all lettuce, olive oil, moxie, and sparrows all the time, every meal. What was that third thing? Moxie. Sparrows. Oh. oh, Moxie. Moxie. Oh, yeah. Moxie. And the what cola? are Sparrows? It's a oh. cola. It's a cola. Oh, it's it's a not a cola. No. It's a soda or a tonic. Whoa. It's I not mean, a cola. The, a cola is a specific thing. The, I really? believe the local Sparrows has closed down. I think that's why Elizabeth thought they were out of business. That's a great so, way to lose weight. There it is. That's part of your diet that hmm. you can't access. Oh, but I agree with Monty that, that uh, eat tons of fresh fruits and vegetables. Tons of fresh vegetables. You can go no wrong. I even enjoy it. You know what I like? When I'm feeling a hunger pang, 
a little glass mm. of tomato juice, high in sodium, so you can mm-hmm. get the low sodium kind. I find that to be mm-hmm. extremely filling. You know what else is very filling? Water. Yeah. Yeah. I we, need to drink yeah, more water. Yeah, I drink water. a lot of water. Yeah. But then you gain and all that, that water weight. It, yeah, but and that's if you're competing just, with your wife, this water counts. Weight. Yeah, well, then don't have any salt at all. Chad, you don't really want to lose weight, do you? You just want to beat your wife in a competition. Hmm. That could be true. Yeah. When yeah. I found out that my wife wanted to lose the baby weight that she, she, we just had, I immediately wanted to start losing weight at the same time because I don't want her to lose more weight than I do. When I found out that my wife crocheted hmm. me a Afghan while I was away studying abroad, I felt so jealous that she kept this from me that I immediately demanded that I be taught how to crochet so that I could keep up with her. That's not healthy. Wow. Chad and Elizabeth. Wow. At, I mean, at the same time, I don't want Elizabeth to lose weight either. So you don't want she her wants to, to lose weight because you think no, she's think perfect she the way she is. Yeah, I think we're both we're both yeah. quite healthy. I think I like it's not that. really about health. It's really just about we have numbers in our heads of what we think we're supposed to weigh. Well, now, you don't go for overall head, health. Don't 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 feed the troll. This All is right. not a total head game. OK, <laughs> just let them no, toss it out between just trying to, Look, five, five, ten, 175 sounds fantastic to me on I both a man so. and a woman. Yeah. I have no problem with either one of those. But seriously, Elizabeth, he's trying to sandbag uh-huh. you with his mind games. Don't listen. <laughs> yeah. he's. I think I beat him in Scrabble very often, and I think that might be something that's motivating him a little bit. I want to win something. Yeah, no. that might be. You never yeah. will. You won this case, Chad. You won this case. Thank yeah. you, Judge. And Elizabeth, just make sure you're always a little bit underweight compared to him, or it'll go straight to his head. And I don't mean in yeah. the fat will go straight to his head. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you so much, Chad. <laughs> Please check Elizabeth. in again and let us know how you do. Should we do some uh, docket clearing? <laughs> yeah. I was just pouring this uh, this can of Diet Moxie into this uh, <laughs> into this bowl of mayonnaise mm. for, my, for my mid-afternoon healthy snack. My healthy snack has been tonic and vodka. Is vodka better for you than... I usually drink a whole bottle of wine or more, and I realize the calorie intake on that is no Seri- good. Seri- seriously, everybody, cut out the alcohol. Come on. Summer's over. Come on. It's t- time to start drinking water again. Oh, it's man. highly caloric. <sighs> Just because I don't do it doesn't mean you shouldn't. Okay. Do as I say, not as I do. All right. Where's my cucumber martini? My perfect summer cold remedy. Also, you know what else uh, uh, causes weight loss? Fast weight loss? Docket clearing. Steve writes, My wife Jennifer and I met at a small liberal arts college in Conway, Arkansas. The school had no Greek system and no football team, making it a magnet for artsy misfits. Years after we graduated, the school hired a new president who was determined to start a football team. Many alums, including me and my wife, were horrified at the idea that our alma mater might be overrun by jocks. We vocally opposed the football plan, but to no avail. The new football team will take the field this fall. Even though I oppose the football program, I'm willing to admit defeat and get behind the new team. I want to go to a few games and genuinely try to enjoy them. Jennifer, however, feels it would be hypocritical to support the team that we resisted. I ask Judge Hodgman to order Jennifer to give football a chance by attending at least one game with me this fall. Uh, Obviously, you are delusional, Steve. I will never (laughs) rule. I will never order someone to go see football or any kind of sports ball. Not because I hate those things. People who like them should like them. People should like what they like. But I will not order someone to go see football, especially a football team that you opposed coming to your college, which I presume 
based on the internet is Hendricks College of Conway, Arkansas. You tried to hide that information from me, but I found it. Is fielding the first football team since 1960. It had a football squad, uh, then decided to focus on education for 53 years, and now is bringing football back to the Hendricks Collegiate Experience. Wise move. And uh, according to uh, Coach Buck Buchanan, he's going to bring 55 students into the school who otherwise would not have gone. And what better reason to have football than that? What's the team mascot? Do you know? It's the Hendricks Warriors. Oh, you could have gone with like the Hendricks Experience. Look, then you could have mit, you know mixed the artsy and the football thing, and they could have had tie-dyed jerseys. Hendricks, I checked out the I checked out this website. Hendricks College, founded eighteen seventy six, looks like a great college. It honestly it looks looks fun to me. You got some happy people here who are studying, who are not giving each other concussions. Spent five consecutive years in the up and coming liberal arts college list on the U.S. News and World Report. The Washington Monthly just called it one of the one of the best uh, one of the best liberal arts colleges in the country, and it did all of this somehow without a football program. But there are people in the world who believe that a college is not a college without uh, 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 getting a chance to watch young people smash each other in the head over and over again. Here, here, and uh, and so there it is. I will not order your wife to go watch this football. If you've decided to make peace with the fact that this football program exists, you can go and see a football game. In time, she may come to it, but I will not order her to see it. I will order both of you, however, to watch League of Denial, the Frontline season premiere on Frontline PBS, October 8th, which deals with the lifelong impact, for lack of a better word, of repeated concussions. And, the, and how they have ruined the lives of some uh, former pro football players. I understand this is NFL, not college ball. Uh, but uh, this is a, uh, turning out to be a pretty controversial documentary. ESPN was a co-production between ESPN and PBS. And, uh, and now that it's getting ready to air, basically NFL said to ESPN, we don't want you to be involved in this anymore. Hmm. And, uh, and ESPN has withdrawn its support from the documentary and has broken its partnership with PBS for future documentaries because this issue of, of brain damage and, and the danger of repeated concussions and the physical toll that football takes on its adult professional players is so frightening that, uh, and, and, uh, uh, that, that NFL finds it to be a very uncomfortable topic. Now, I'm sure NFL has its own defense as to why people are, why football is great for young humans, but... I'm going to get so many letters. I thought you were going to order them to watch Friday Night Lights. Can't you order them to watch Friday Night Lights? I will watch Friday Night Lights. You won't watch it? No. Your wife loves it. I know. That is a great show, Judge John I'm sure Hodgman. it is. I'm sure I it is. order you and to you watch know it. What? And you know what? I'm not against football, right? Especially but football drama. Let's first, first, first of all, let me just clarify. I'm not against football before you finish sending those emails or whatever football people use to communicate with each other. Smoke signals and body paints. Body paints. Before you start body painting and hate mailing and TPing my house, football is is a is a is a fun sport, and it's enjoyable for a lot of people, and it brings a lot of people together, and I love it. However, let's not fool ourselves. It is a high impact concussive contact sport that, on a professional level, and I believe at a collegiate level, and I believe in a high school level, is only getting more competitive, more fast, and more concussive. That's just the way it is. That's what you're watching. That's what you're there to see. Guys, typically only guys hitting each other hard. You love the Patriots. I do. 
Right. I don't hear you criticizing LARPers at Renaissance fairs at jousts. Foam swords, dude. Foam swords. And you know what? Pro football dudes, right? They're they're being well compensated. Yeah. For what whatever danger they are putting their bodies in. In the same way that any athlete is putting his or her da- body in harm's way, in the in the in the in the in the way of injury. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, college football it gets into a gray area for me. But I guess unless you train those kids to hit each other hard when they're seventeen or eighteen years old, how are you going to train professional? Plus, the years athletes? of doing it over and over and over again. Some people just stop at age eighteen, and that's that. Recovery time, not continue on for the next eight years of continued pugilism. Sure. So, look, there are arguments on either side. All I'm saying is, dude, go watch your football game. Uh, uh, Steve, that is. By by dude, I mean Steve. Wife, Jennifer, you are opposed to football. You should be be allowed to be opposed to football. Don't go see that football game. Please take a look at this PBS documentary. I think it raises some interesting questions. You can still enjoy football while also watching PBS. It's possible. And I will not watch Friday Night Lights, not because it's not a great show. I'm sure that it's an amazing show. Yeah, All the actors on it are fantastic. I love, look, I saw Brian's song. I cried. I can yeah. get into it. Oh, I, I can get it. into the narrative of sports any old any old day of the week. The thing is that I had, I had to deal with my wife. If she read Game of Thrones, I would watch Friday Night Lights. She hasn't, she hasn't owned up to she her should also side of the bargain. read Game of Thrones. Yeah, I agree. Jason writes... My wife claims that I take up too much of our shared bed. I say I only take my fair share of the bed. I've calculated that I represent 61.3% of our total combined mass. Therefore, it is only fair that I have the right to occupy 61.3% of the sleeping real estate. I ask the honorable judge to rule if it's fair for my wife to demand that I squeeze my sizable frame into a less than proportional piece of the bed. Should we take and use what is fairly ours? Or do we have to make everything equal for everyone? Should our bedroom revert back to Soviet-era Russia? Or should it be a beacon of freedom that sets Whoa. an example to the world? Whoa. All right, Jason. Look, you know what? There are two things that I'm tired of hearing about today. One is math. <laughs> the other is the comparative bulk of married couples because it's gross and I can only just picture you guys naked. And it's gross. <laughs> so all I'm going to say is when I say every time this, this bed thing comes up, get a king bed and shut up about it. King beds for all married people. If you can afford it and you have space in your house, you should have it. Because you can always get closer. But you have a queen bed, or God forbid, Cthulhu forbid, a double. You, you're stuck. You can't get further away in that thing. You have no real estate. What size the bed dog do you have? or the kids crawl in there? There's no, no yeah. turning back. What size bed do you have? Queen. We make do. We should have got a king, though. Right? Am yes. I right? Oh, my God. Totally right. And I don't want to do anything have math. anything more like an emperor size bed. It's a California king. That's just longer. That's just for tall people. Oh. But a fatso like you, especially, Monty, yeah. you need a king-size bed. Like a King George-size bed. Yeah. King Henry. King beds for all married couples. So, so it is decreed. Thanks to Mitchell Ahern for suggesting this week's case name. Thanks, Mitch. To suggest a name for future case, like us on Facebook. We regularly put out a call for submissions. I've been your guest bailiff, Monty Belmonte of WRSI 93.9 The River in Northampton. Thanks, Monty. Thanks for joining us for the Judge John Hodgman Podcast. The Judge John Hodgman Podcast is a production of MaximumFun.org. Our special thanks to all of the folks who donate to support the show and all of our shows at MaximumFun.org slash donate. The show is produced by Julia Smith and me, Jesse Thorne, and edited by Mark McConville. 
You can check out his podcast, Super Ego, in iTunes or online at gosuperego.com. You can find John Hodgman online at areasofmyexpertise.com. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. If you have thoughts about the show, join the conversation on our forum at forum.maximumfun.org and our Facebook group at facebook.com slash Judge John Hodgman. We'll see you online and next time right here on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.